This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. We're talking real money. Hi, everybody. I'm Don. That's Tom. And this is Talking Real Money. The show, the podcast, even the occasional video cast. By the way, we were up to 497 YouTube subscribers for our videos. And a guy oh. a guy wrote a note going, you're at 497. I'm just going to call three of my friends. Yeah, the number 500 gets a big prize of some kind, too. Yeah, no. We don't even know who 500 is. There's no way to oh, know. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to say that anyway. If you're number 500, count on a large surprise. Yeah. Big. A large, disappointing surprise. Like a, <laughs> oh, man, good job. You did one. Uh, How about a nice vestry pen or a water bottle? You can't, or... because you can't know oh, who it you is. Know Tom, you know what? You Tom, could do. Tom, listen, you, know, you can't you know, know who it is. They could call right after No, they, they, they because everybody will call. People lie. Okay. Well, I, I was going to say they could come to our client thing next yeah, Saturday, which four, we already have 150 sh- people signed up for. Nice. 150. That's nice. 150. How many investment advisors give their clients free pizza? And, <laughs> and ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, some it's of them take fun. them out to dinner at fancy yeah. restaurants, but we don't charge enough for that. Yeah, and, and That's true. And, and you got to get a deal on the pizza. Yeah, we get a deal on the pizza because you sleep with the, you sleep with the pizza oh, maker. You have to go there, do we? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have. Oh gosh, boy, do we have lines open? We've had them By open way, for an hour. Reduce, does that reduce the price or make it more expensive? One might ask. Well, I think in some ways it's less expensive, but in others mm. you're going to pay. <laughs> the price is. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those intangible pricing structures that is often <laughs> far, far, card. far more egregious than just handing over cash. Exactly. Go for the cash. Mm. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. We want to save you from uh, big financial mistakes. We want to help you make more money. We want to help you live better. We want to help you retire better, put your kids to college better, buy cars better, whatever it is. If it has something to do with money, call and we'll talk at 855-935-TALK. Now, one of our least favorite investment vehicles are are some of our least favorite investment vehicles because there isn't just one. There's many of them are investments that are attached to insurance of some kind. It's obfuscation of the grandest kind. It really is. And I found something really interesting recently, Thomas, Thomas Seacock Jr. Yes. <laughs> uh, I found, I found a, an open letter that was written by an insurance expert, a guy who's truly an insurance expert. His name is Bill Borsma. And he's an expert on life insurance. Uh, and he wrote a letter to an, an insurance agent, I assume, because he was I asking, think it was, it yeah. was, he was asking about the difference between whole life and universal life. And he was trying to ex- get an explanation because it's hard to understand. And in his letter, he shared some things that make it even more clear to me 
that you do not want insurance-oriented investment products like whole life or universal life unless it's for a very specific estate planning requirement. And even then, you might want to look at other options. But And here's why. He said in this letter, he was currently working with a business owner who had a $1 million whole life, mutual whole life policy from a well-known company that he got in 1990. Now, this whole life 30 po- years ago? Right. This whole life wow. policy, this is what's interesting. And I never heard, I because I don't know a lot about the, the nuts and bolts of these things, but apparently almost all whole life policies have a term whole blend, both kinds of insurance. Well, this policy had $1,000 of whole life. And $999,000 of term, and the guy wasn't even aware of it. And the expert said, because interest rates have fallen so far and the insurance company can't make much money on its money anymore, they had promised to pay the premiums on the term policy from what they were making, basically, internal to the policy. And he says it will likely never pay the death benefit Unless the owner of the policy starts paying more for it. Surprise! Yeah, no, I mean, but again, let's just go back to where you started. Why do, is, why do you need this at all? I, again, term life, fine, because you're renting insurance for something bad. You do this on your house, right? right. You do this. Right, 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 right. right. Car, et cetera. That, that makes sense. But then when you start to veer into these other areas, not you know, such a great idea. And when we come back, I want to talk about indexed universal life and his opinion of that 855-935-TALK our number tom and don are talking real money want a free copy of my book financial physics well go download it right now at vestory.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money 855-935-8255. That's our number. Give us a call. We'll talk about your money issues. We're talking right now about life insurance and life insurance, cash value life insurance, life insurance with an investment attached. And uh, a letter by a, it was just an open letter by a guy named Bill Borsma, who's an expert on life insurance. And he had a line in this letter that he sent out that I really, really liked. And I think it says a lot. He says, when it comes to life insurance, the product of the day is indexed universal life. They're like indexed annuities. Just very, very similar. He said, there's a great story behind these products that the agents use for their pitch. They're touted as having the upside potential of the market without any downside risk. That's basically Isn't what Isn't that says. what we all want? Yeah, yeah. of course. He said, sure. while in a sense this is true, get this, and this is what we've said. These are some of the more most, not more, most complicated products in the market and very few people, including advisors and insurance agents, understand them. And they, this is the really best part, they simply don't work like many people believe them to. In other words, you won't get the return of the market with no risk. Well, and before we go to the calls here, which have lined up, I, we know because you ran the numbers, you get a percentage of each one of the markets that you're in. It's very complicated how they determine this. No, you do not get market-like returns with none of the risk. No. We can safely say that. No, you don't. And he said that, and he's in the business. 
855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We've got a line open for you. And Dave's up. Welcome to Talking Real Money, Dave. Hi, Tom. Hi, Don. Hey, let me line this up for you because I'm calling on behalf of a coworker who has asked for some advice. The situation is she's a federal employee, uh, 20 years employed. Uh, she's 67, has no plans in the immediate future to retire. She's been contributing to her TSP for those 20 years at about 14%. She uh, is in the 45 to 50K range, and so is one of those lower paid uh, you know, career employees. Uh, mm-hmm. She has creeped up over the last couple and hit about 60K. So we're not talking about large numbers going into that TSP every year, just consistency. She has 151000 in a Wells Fargo RO, uh, IRA and has no idea what it's in, what the expenses are, so on and so forth. Her question to me was at 67, should I increase my contribution to my TSP because I'm not maximizing, or should I be doing something else? And I said, well, what about your Roth? She doesn't have one. So before even going down that path with her at 67, is the five-year rule going to create a situation for her where her funds could, any investments there could become locked up for five years, even at that age? Or should I be looking at something else for her? David, doesn't sound like she's going to... I I don't know that there is a huge, she's not in a very high bracket, so there's not going to be a big tax benefit at this point and not, not decades of tax benefit either. Uh, and she's not going to have big tax liabilities on her withdrawals from her regular retirement accounts. So I just think we're, it may be overthinking it again. We, she probably doesn't need a Roth, but there are some things she can do. Yeah. Number one, I would take that uh, IRA at oh. Wells Fargo and move it right back into the TSP because the costs in the TSP are low. The diversification is pretty decent. You can build a good portfolio. That, to me, is a no-brainer. If she had other cash she wasn't spending, why not increase how much she's moving into the TSP yeah. for the last five, six, how many years? She's, I mean, at 67, how many more years are you going to work? Um, but th- those would be two easy ones to me. Uh, that would save costs, no doubt, on the IRA you got at Wells Fargo and increase how much money you had set aside. And I'm very, very confident that the IRA at Wells Fargo doesn't have any particularly great products in it and uh, that they are also probably relatively high fee if they're investment products and not just savings products. Great. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Dave. We appreciate Thanks, the Dave. call. Yeah. Again, the number is 855-935-8255. Daniel, it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Hey, Daniel. Hey. Hey. Uh, this isn't is not a, an insurance uh, annuity question. Is that okay? That's fine. Oh, that's good. Okay. Sure. What's your guy? What's your two? What's your spin on investing in Berkshire Hathaway? A shares, not the B shares, but A shares. Nah, they're the same thing, basically. It's not. I don't. I don't know. I mean, why? Yeah. First of, okay. Let's just put it out there. That's this is Warren Buffett's company. I think it's yeah. done okay yeah. for a long period <laughs> it of did. time. It hasn't yeah, lately. Actually, it, it hasn't been. Yeah. If you in the last fifteen years, I think I have this right. If you just bought. 
a uh, index fund of large U.S. companies that are considered value, you would have made more than being in Berkshire Hathaway. Moving forward, I think he's got a bundle of cash sitting around, too, because he he's, tries to be careful about how it's invested. So he's got a drag of cash. And even Warren would admit, and I think he's already told his spouse, that when he's gone, put the money in a nice index fund, the likelihood of that particular mutual fund outperforming the market. Well, it's not really a mutual fund. Now, bear in mind, it's a company. Well, okay, pardon me. It's a company I, I that use, owns companies. That. Right. Yeah, it is yeah, not a right. mutual fund. It is a that, conglomerate. It's a stock. Pardon yeah, me. It is a stock. The, the idea that that will outperform a diversified basket of portfolio, I mean, basket of stocks over the coming decade or decades, I think it's very unlikely due to its overperformance for a very long period of time. And and I don't know why you'd want to buy A anyway. A is $428,000. So yes, you could buy a fractional share, but basically that's what class B is. It's fractional shares of Berkshire. Uh, but I think you don't have too, 428,000. I, I, I just think it. it's too focused. Sure. I think it's too focused a portfolio. It's heavy in insurance and transportation. It is not well diversified. I think you would be far better off for, for an equity investment to go with VT, the Vanguard Total I Stock was just Market Index. I'm going to say that. Yeah, yeah just much basket of 8,800 securities. More diversified, lower cost, and the likelihood is that will outperform even the great likelihood. Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah. Long term, I think it's a high likelihood. Uh, and remember, one of the reasons Berkshire Hathaway did so well was because it had a young, healthy Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger picking the stocks and running the companies, too. They were actually yeah, making changes to those mm-hmm. companies. And now yeah. it's a different big company. And sometimes think about one of the biggest conglomerates or some of the biggest conglomerates in history. Uh, How about General Electric? General Electric, General Motors, Sears, Roebuck and Company. All of these companies sure. got big, bloated. Their, their visionaries went away. They languished. This is what you're buying is just a giant corporate behemoth. Even, even one day, the great Amazon will decline. Yeah. Oh, they all do eventually. Thank you for the call, Daniel. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. Tons of time left. Anything that has to do with money is a reasonable topic for the show. But we talk a lot about investing because where do you go to get good investing advice? Most of the advice out there, I I am convinced, is self-serving. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey there again. I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cox over there, actually. Way over there. I'm pointing 3,000 miles across the country. There he is, right over there. Yeah. Took that long to get there because, you know, faster than John Glenn did it, but otherwise pretty quick. I'm over here in Virginia right now. You are. For how much longer, by the I way? I don't know. We're still actually now we're we're really in the in the are we going to live in Virginia or Florida thing. My wife wants Ooh. to stay in Florida. You want? I got a coin here. Oh, want to do it? Yeah, I thought about doing that. Oh, it's so confusing. Hi, welcome Let's back to the show. Let's not go there on this show. Okay? No, what do you if say? it was a purely financial decision, it's a no-brainer. 
Yeah. As they never are. They never are. Um, uh, again, the number 855-935-TALK. You can call that during the show on Saturdays or anytime and leave your question. And, uh, Gordon, <laughs> you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Tom and Don. Hey, I'm calling on behalf yeah. of my daughter. She's uh, 25 and has a good job, and she's saving in a 401k, currently contributing 10% herself with a 5% match. Nice. And she's asking me what she need, what she should be contributing in the long run, given that she won't have a pension, and this will be one of her main sources of income in retirement. Is 15% enough? Is 20%? Uh, what would you recommend to young investors? Well, I mean, again, first of all, I do believe 15% is great. Yeah, yeah. Especially at 25. Yeah. But here's what I do believe. I do believe people should, it shouldn't it be so harsh to the place where she can't go to do fun things. You've got to do fun things all the time. You can't just be scrimping, scrimping. I know people scrimp and scrimp, and then they got in their 60s and they passed away. They never did any of the stuff they wanted to do. I think she should be able to do some of the fun things. And if she can still, you know, Add more to the 15. Great. Here's an idea. Start with the 15. When she gets a raise, she takes a bunch of that raise or the raise and adds it into the contribution. That way she's increasing it a bit over time. Her life will change. She'll get married. She'll want a house. There's other things that come along. But I think to start at 15 at age 25 is terrific. Don? Yeah, I, I, I think it's really hard to know at 25 what the right number is. Uh, what is, and, and you know, let me just run some, what is she contributing right now at the 10% level? What, what, how, how much money a month is that roughly? Well, she, her income has just hit six figures. Holy! Uh, uh, wow! Uh, really? Can I introduce her to my son? No, I better not say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so if she goes to fifteen percent, she's putting a fair chunk of change away. Yeah, um, she if, if she goes to fifteen percent, she's uh, she's sitting on a million dollars at the end of forty years just from that. How is she investing the money? We got to ask that, Gordon. Well, I'm trying to work work on her on that. She doesn't really seem to totally know. Uh, Most people I'm don't. Trying to get her to to invest, you know, the way you guys normally do through index funds. And okay, wow. Um, I like Tom's idea of increasing. And you know what? I I might take her up to the fifteen because she's really quickly approaching her max anyway. Yeah, ten percent um, of a hundred. I mean, you're yeah. So she's getting close to her 19, match. Right? So I yeah. take her up. Go ahead and let her get up to the fifteen. If that's not, and it doesn't sound like it's going to hurt her lifestyle. Not if she's making six figures. But I love the idea of you get a bonus, you get a raise, but go fund a Roth IRA in addition to this, so that there's another source of funds that she can totally control and put into the things that are missing. In her, the kind of asset classes later that are missing in her 401k, like a small cap value fund or emerging markets, those kinds of things. Which are unlikely to be in your employer plan. That's a very good point, Don. So yeah, I would maybe start the Roth, go to Vanguard, own one of those, or Schwab or Fidelity, own one of those other asset classes. But here's another idea. I mean, if we're going to start saving, she should be, I think you made a good point, Don. Her life, 
will look different in five years. She may need money for a different matter. So maybe she should be setting something, a small amount, aside for a purchase of a home, a change in lifestyle that way down the road, especially if she's making the good money that she is. Yeah, but, I just, uh, I just finally start. got the numbers to run here. And if she invests in a portfolio that, that returns about 8% per year on average, which an equity portfolio should do, good and bad markets, somewhere in there, she's going to be sitting on about $3.5 million. That should work. For most Good people. job, Gordon. Well yeah, done. You, you raised a smart woman, Indeed. smart young woman. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, and Dad is helping, which is really great, too. Helping, not pushing, mm-hmm. just helping, nudging. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. for a really great future. We're talking real money. We continue to try to guide you to a better place. A happier, more money-filled place where you can do the things you want to do before you die. Well, it's not money. It's putting money in the right perspective. Well, we want to fill all the holes with money. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. You, I don't want people sitting around worried about it either. They, well, that's, you got remember the the principles were like, how much do you know about it, and how much time do you want to spend on it? I don't think people should spend a lot of time on this because you don't really need to. No, you don't need to spend a lot of time on it. But I think no. you do need to think about it a bit. You, you got to yeah. put more but put more time into side. it than than most people do, which is zero. Well, okay. First, first rule is you got to save something. Right. You don't do that. Then there's you flip to the next channel. There's no reason because after if you don't do that, you got no place to start. I mean, at 25 and you're saving 15 percent. Now there you go. No kidding. That's with a match. A I didn't even calculate the match in there. Well, no, so she's saving 10 right now plus, plus the match the five, is five. So 15, yeah. Yeah. But, but if you amp that up a few to percent, to 15 wow, and a lot of money. Psh, yeah. Man. No kidding. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. And Janet, it is your time. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Janet. Hey. Hey. uh, My question is my daughter, um, she's 17. She's getting ready to go into her senior year, and she just informed me that she's interested in going to college. All, um, All along the line before this, she's never been interested. So we didn't have anything saved or prepared. So I'm wondering... What's the best way uh, to start saving? I think she's going to take a couple years off after high school. So I mm-hmm. maybe have three years to, to maybe put some sock something away to help her fund her uh, college <laughs> education. You, you got to see Tom's face on that one. I don't think he's buying that she's going to go to college after taking a couple years off. I think. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm just bu- I'm not buying on the, the three. Setting any money aside is great. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's good. There's no reason in my mind to do it in any sort of tax-preferred method because it's three years. Anything you could set aside, great. Number two is you can't really invest it because you could put it in a stock fund and it could be down in the next two to three years. So it doesn't make sense in that regard. Now, I don't Um, know. You will know better than I do. uh, In Washington State, what kind of programs do they have for kids who don't have a lot of money saved. I, well, I know, the, for example, in Florida, colleges, the, the, they've colleges converted all the community colleges to state colleges, and you can there are deals where you can get into those with little or no tuition whatsoever. 
It's very inexpensive. The barrier to entry is the bar to entry is low. No offense to your daughter. I no, mean, no, that's, no. But that, it, which I think is the place for a lot of people to go. I think it well, makes it. But the fact you you can learn a skill in a couple of years. So even if you didn't get a four year degree, you walk out the door and you have some avocation. But there do some do the four year schools, Tom, offer uh, any kind of a, a deal to kids who go and get their AA elsewhere? Any kind of guaranteed admission? Uh, their scholarship. Well, I'm not sure. Somebody okay. probably call us and tell yeah. us that, but I'm not. But that would be the place I would go. Um, and I wouldn't do more than. And I was only shaking my head around the money. But when I think about it, more than one year gap year, pretty hard to get people to go back. Yeah, but you're I not going to be able. All you can do, mom, is set aside some money in in a high yield savings account or something for her. To help her with those expenses, but you can't invest it. You you just don't have the nope. time. It could really t- take a beating in a bad market, and uh, you just I think I think the best bet is to help her along the way. Go to a community college. Go around and price the ones you like and that are in the area you she you want her to be in that offer the degrees she might be interested in, and then get go let her go ahead and get her AA. That's gonna. That's going to get her halfway to a degree right there. We did, somebody in this building did that. And then, uh, my wife did that. Then she went to, got the four year degree from the University of Washington. It worked out well. I, I think that's the way to go. And in state yeah. tuitions are very reasonable. Lots of scholarship opportunities are available. Yeah. So sure. that's the route I take. And oh, 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 have her meet with the guidance counselor at the high school because they probably have they know a, the deals. Uh, someone who can assist them with all the financial issues of getting, even if she is going to take a gap year, go ahead and set that up now in the high school because they have people who help with this for free for nothing. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Thanks so much for the call, Janet. We really appreciate it. 855-935-8255. And good luck to your daughter. Good for her for wanting to go to college. Again, I don't believe the college. I am a big, big, big believer in in AA degrees, in Mm -hmm. trade schools, um, for kids who don't have that drive. A college degree, a, a, a bachelor's degree anymore is like having a high school diploma. So if you can come out of something trained for a real job that pays decent money, I think many times you're going to be better off. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi. We're here for you to help you deal with your dough. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 24 hours a day, seven days a week you can call us. And now, Jacob, it is your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Tom and Don. Thank you. Um, Let me put myself, uh, let me give a small intro. I'm an Asian origin software engineer working on Visa with no... uh, 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 you know, um, uh, you path to citizenship in the near future. So the probability of me going back to my original country is very uh, high. Uh, uh-huh. My friends have been, um, you know, uh, asking me to invest in uh, uh, the retirement funds. Uh, but my question to you is, a person like me, is it worth me investing in such a fund knowing that, you know, at some point I'd like to go back. Uh, and if so, uh, what are the uh, 
you know a path what path should i take is my first question the second one being uh you know i'm getting a lot of uh, messages and calls from social media asking uh, you know for uh, uh, you know people ready to support and guide for financial matters um can i trust them if so no what level <laughs> no, I let, me, should that one, let me start with that one no jacob you can't trust in anybody who's cold calling you or Pestering social you, media, social uh, media. You. No. Going back to the first question, the only experience I have in money retirement money moving across an international border is um, it's not that hard Mm-mm. if you if you're a United States citizen to move to another country and export your retirement savings. It's very difficult to take your retirement savings, for example, in Canada. I've seen this happen before and bring it to the United States to spend. That, those are the only experiences I have, Don, with seeing it move cross borders when it comes to retirement savings. Yeah. Uh, your home country is? India. India. Okay. Um, boy, you, I know you can certainly have a U.S. 401k account. You're allowed as a non-resident alien to have one. Um, any any issues with the transfer there of some countries, and I don't have a list of those. I'm just uh, trying to find India here. Uh, some countries allow you to move a U.S. retirement account into their version of the same account. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find that. Uh, that. That that would be something you could you could probably make a phone call on that. I mean, I again rather than Don trying to surf the internet to find it, which probably is difficult. I mean, the other question is how much longer are you going to be here, Jacob? For uh, how many years can you are you likely? I I wish I could answer that, but my uh, my hope okay. is that you know I continue to work here at least for the next uh, uh, ten years. Oh. Um, oh, that's a long time. Well, then I would I would go ahead. I would suggest you fund your 401k here because um, I'm just looking it up. Um, and it, apparently you are allowed in India to leave the 401k here in the and United States it. and then draw on it after age 59 oh. and a half. Um, and I, this is what I'm getting online. And I'm pretty sure this is a good source. Yeah, it looks to me like you can. Um, I don't know what happens when you move it back. All I'm seeing is that it is okay for you. to. You're on an H-1B, I would imagine, that you can leave it here in the United States. That's that's what I'm reading. So I think you can. I think you and just leave it here. It out and then draw time. it out and have the money delivered to India. Yeah. Oh, okay. So do it, man. I think Save. That, I think get that the, would actually got a match. Yeah, yeah, and particularly if you're going to be here five or ten years, then just let that money grow. Yeah, that's enough time. H- yeah. How old are you, Jacob? Uh, I'm I'm forty. Okay, so you're oh, here a yeah. decade, yeah, and then fifty nine and a half is the point at which the penalty goes away. So um, I I I think it's a wise move. I think it's a wise move oh, because dude. you're you're gonna you're gonna reduce the the taxes you pay to the U.S. Currently, that's right. you're that's going right. to get a match, I would imagine, if you're with a tech company. I can't think of a single major tech company that doesn't match. So that's free money. So I'd be taking it. Okay. So, Don, if I may come back to the second question. Um, imagine uh, zero knowledge in investing, um, a very beginner. Uh, 
where do I start? Whom do I go to? I I mean, not the online support. I like to meet a per, somebody in person and you know who can understand me and who won't rip me apart. Um, yeah. Where should I? Well, begin? one of the things you could do. Uh, Jacob, and, and this is not a sales pitch because we don't manage people's 401ks for a fee. We just don't do it. But as we've said over and over again, if you want to meet with one of our advisors at Vestry, you bring in the 401k options that you have. They can talk with you about your risk needs and tolerance. You could take our risk quiz at talkingrealmoney.com, which you probably should do in advance. Meet with them, let them look at the options, and they can give you some guidance as to what you should invest in. But you're going to have to do the investing yourself because we can't manage a 401k plan. Does that make we'll sense? Give you that free just to get just go to just go to Vestory. Right Jacob, just go to vestory.com, v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com, and set up an appointment, and uh, we'll we'll spend some time with you, half hour, hour, however long it takes, uh, with no cost, no obligation. We're not going to give you a sales pitch. We don't have anything to sell you. So there you go. Thanks for the call, Jacob. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Carrie, it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Commandant. Hi, Carrie. This is kind of of a, a crazy question. I just got my retirement visa. And last year I lived in Spain. I have a home over there. And now I get to live there again. Um, this time, I'm not coming back to America, as far as I know. Um, I don't have anything saved. I was self-employed, and it was hit or miss when it came to that. Um, so what what do I do? I have $1,000 in savings. That's it. And um, I have a military disability every month that comes in, and that's how I support myself. And so I would have a leftover every month of about $400 to do something with, or as I do now, I just save it in the American bank, and every couple of months I wire some money to Spain. So, That's what I, I, I don't think. I wouldn't change that. I, I yeah. just, you, you, don't have a, you don't have enough money or enough time to really do much of anything other than survive on what you've got. You're not going to be able to build a nest egg um, on on that 400 bucks, particularly when you're pretty much living at your means, correct? Yeah, I, I, I live like a queen. And you I, live like a queen? <laughs> there you the go. Lifestyle. Then do it. Yeah, uh, I well, do. I, I, like, I like the lifestyle, and... I have everything I need, want. I have a maid. I have a cook. I it, it's in Spain because the cost of living is low. I should start something. No, yeah, I wouldn't start anything. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Half of America. No. I would keep that money in the bank so that you have it in case you need it for some sort of an emergency expense, and just keep doing what you're doing and living the life you love. In, I love it. in beautiful España. What part of Spain yeah. are you in? Oh, she's gone. Took off I love Mallorca, Spain. And that Spain was that. Spain's a great country. I love Spain. Me too. Yeah. Love Spain. I've also looked at Portugal, they say, is a great place often to, to retire. Oh. Right there on the on the Atlantic. All right. Um, remember, you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can call that number and we'll answer your questions on the podcast. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com to ask questions via the contact form. You can record them or type them. Either way works. We'll be back in a minute. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And that offer that I made to Jacob is for all of you because we at, at Vestry, which is our firm, which is associated with us, and we like helping people manage money better. And sometimes the issues far more complex, like allocating a 401k than we can get into here on the show. Oh, although bear in mind, we do have 401k allocations for many of the bigger employers at 401411.com. You can go there and get that. But if you need some help, and it's not going to take more than about an hour. We'll give it to you for free with no obligation, no sales pitch, just by going to Vestory.com and uh, just go down the page and fill out the appointment form. And we'll set up a time for you at Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?